0: the pretty overgrown podcast i am having breakfast <laughs> i am portia aka poe miss pretty overgrown herself and i would like to formally oh i already welcome you girl hello how y'all doing how are how have you been like what's going on with you or whatever like that. Like what's up? What's up with it? <laughs> like I said, this is this is another episode. I don't know what order you'll be listening to this in, so I'ma just keep it at that. Another installment, you know, get in here, kick your shoes off or sit back in your seat, you know, do whatever you need to do to get comfortable. Um, today I would like to discuss, okay, first of all, I believe the last episode I said that I would be, see here, here I go again, putting things in a linear, um, order. It's not, it don't necessarily, you might not be listening to this linearly or like in the order that I put it out. So anyway, see, this is, this is my problem. This is my issue. I always... I'm always trying to, excuse me, like I said, I'm currently eating and the bugs are trying to take over my grit bowl, but let me just go ahead and say what I got to say so I can get out y'all ear (laughs) because I'm clearly a hypochondriac. So, um, so I would like to discuss the concept pretty overgrown i wrote down some notes um i wrote down some notes but i don't currently have you hear the bug the bugs like some notes like you don't need no note. you know what you need to say or your spirit at least your spirit does so i'ma just i'ma go with that so pretty overgrown or oh, maybe that's the sign I need to get my notes. Um, Let me just go ahead and speak because I'm outside again in nature like I be. And so, I don't really feel like moving at this moment. But, alright. So, how and why I came up with this concept. So, I have been wanting for so long to, outside of social media have a space where I can openly express the things that that be on my dome piece because a lot of times I don't give myself enough um, room in in everyday interactions with with just just you know just regular just you know family or people you come across in the grocery store whatever it's like i just i clam up and i become um like i'm just escaping myself for some reason i don't i don't understand what it is but that's that's what it is so it's like i need a space outside of like because i make i'm a creator like very creative spirit very creative Mind, I make music, I write poetry, I write short stories. I you know i'm I'm a creative being. I'm not the the perfect like artist when it comes to like painting and drawing and stuff, but I like to do that too. I like to express myself in many different ways, but verbally expressing myself has been a challenge for me. So I said, well, Right now, I'm not feeling the most um, encouraged to express myself as far as my music goes or, you know, writing goes. Like, I'll do it, but I'm not in the space where I want to put that out just yet because I'm like, "That's that's a soft spot for me. And so I don't want that energy tainted in any way at this time. And I just feel like you know, it could be if I would have rushed and be like, oh, I'm just, I'm making a zone just just for the fuck of it. You know what I'm saying? I just want the time and space and energy to be right for me to do something like that. So, speaking a podcast is something that I would also love to be able to do. And so, that is pretty much the why behind um, Pretty Overgrown like an audible diary if you will like somewhere for me to just just talk like to myself to an audience and i know that's what i was getting ready to say earlier i know i said like i'm here to check up on y'all and make sure y'all cool you know to tap into your headspace. but i'm also here for me this is also very much a part of well, that's the whole point, Portia. But I'm just making sure. I like I I want it to be plain because it's not everything is not about me. But then again, it's like I still do have to cater to myself and whatnot. So, and it's sad that being almost I don't want to date I don't want to date myself because I don't want to seem like I'm expired. But at the age that I'm that I am. At my big age, as the girls say, you know, you would think that, oh, you should be like, you should at this point, you should be comfortable, like, especially after being in so many different um, arenas and bumping, bumping elbows and, and grazing shoulders with as many people as you have. You should be able to, like, get it out. Um, and it's, that's crazy. Cause like most of my siblings, like my, well, all three of my, um, my biological sisters to be, to be clear are like, they have the gift of gab. They have like these, 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 um, what's the word I'm trying to say? Like not bountiful, but I'm gonna just use bountiful because that's what comes to my mind. They have bountiful, they have large, just boisterous personality personalities and like my oldest sister in particular, she can get in front of any crowd, any person, any anybody like and just 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 be herself. and then the sister under me. Ever since she was a kid, like her nickname is Mouth of the South. Like that's been her nickname since she was like, since she was able to talk. And so, like again, she is one of those people who she can just find the words. And then my baby sister, who is the only one of us who is still in grade school, same thing. She is. She's an Aquarius. She's like she She gives. She gives baby. She definitely gives. I'm the baby type thing, but she is just, she is full of, of life. She is, she is, she has a, she's bubbly. She's like, you know, fresh. She got attitude because she is one of, um, she's one of five sisters, is it five? She's one of six sisters. So, you know, she she's like the baby of all of me my older sister and then my three stepsisters so you know she she she's had a chance to like be around all of us and develop this this amazing sense of self and i'm so proud of the young lady that she's become i I should probably tell her that more but yeah they just and then my brothers oh my goodness my brothers like they too have now they're a little bit more um reserved kind of like me like they not they don't really they talk now they they do they know how to express themselves but they are not the ones that's gonna be like come around the party and just be like not at least not around at least not from what i've seen they not really the type that's like oh i'm gonna take i'm coming to your come to your party take over your party or whatever however that song go that ain't really that ain't really being them So, but again, they, they, they have very, they know how that, you know, they're verbally inclined, I guess I should say. (laughs) And then there's me. I just feel like I have this thing about me where I, I, I can tap into different, um, tap into myself at different angles and bring certain certain things out but it's like I had like I guess it's a part of my introverted self my introvertedness if that's a word um that makes me just turn everything inward like I said like if I'm by myself or if I'm singing a song or writing something smell no gas, it just comes easier. So there goes my concept, my, my, my why. And then um, the second thing was, um, oh, So how I got to the place where I didn't feel confident enough to, to express myself outwardly. Well, I think that that comes from, I feel like this is all over the place, but I think that comes from trauma, of course, um, You know, holding back in moments where I should speak or holding back because I don't want, you know, this person in authority over me to be angry and be moving, moving weird with me because here I am this kid and something has made me feel uncomfortable. But I can't really, I don't have the freedom to have to, I don't have the freedom to Feel because I don't know. Maybe they were. Maybe they were just trying to protect me, and they didn't want me to have this this outlook on people or on life, where like, oh, they this person did something to me, and blah blah. But you know, when you're a child, you don't really understand that. You don't really understand like, dang, this is how I'm feeling, and then here you are, tell basically, like trying to make it seem like I'm wrong for how I'm feeling. Or maybe you're not, but you know I'm coming to you because I see you as a trusting um adult or a trusting individual in my life. You're somebody who again is in is in an authoritative position yet i you can't really um. accept the way that i need you to be in authority i guess like or maybe you well you just don't have the tools i'm gonna say it like that because i can you know you can you can come up with a million excuses you could come up with a million guesses as to why it was done the way it was done but that's just that you know they just didn't have the tools like no need to play blame game whatever but yeah so i i didn't i didn't i guess i you know didn't um i didn't speak as my full self in certain situations out of just fear and a lot of those places where i didn't speak a lot of those places where i was traumatized were you know spaces that you know i would have to basically i would have to live in like The United States, (laughs) you know, my home state, um, my actual home, like public places, the internet, um, relationships, whether they're, um, intimate or platonic or, or romantically intimate. You know just everything outside of me but the most important place or the more significant out of those places where i was traumatized to me has been my very own mind because yes i wasn't given the space outside of me in those other areas those various areas i just named to express but i also took away my own space inside myself to or maybe I didn't I just didn't pour I didn't get it out like it was just in my head you know and then again too let me not try to correct myself let me just stay with it stay with the path <laughs> okay i definitely was um traumatized traumatized in my own mind um and let me tell you how i am the type of person who tends to like hold on i'm very empathic so i like hold on to things that people say i i don't i'm not the type of person that just let that stuff go like i really i I make it my own. I make it my issue when, in reality, that don't have nothing to do with me. That was all them, but because of the way that I process things, it's now mine, and I thank you for. And my men, thank you to my men's and my women's, but it's now mine. So you know that's how I've dealt, and. You know, I'm trying to undo. I'm trying to relearn and actually learn different. Because some things I haven't even, like a lot of things I hadn't known until here recently over the past. I will say probably 10 years or so, 8 to 10, 7 to 10 years. I never really had the resources to... promote like mental healing like i like growing up there was no okay i did see shows like full house for instance and the cosby show um i believe that's so raven was one of those shows as well that you know you would see the the children go to their parents and you know have talks like okay mom you know, such and such did this and, and I'm really down about it or like Moesha where you would see her parents come in and like sit her down and be like, Mo, you know, I noticed that you, you know what I'm saying? It was just that parent that that parent child um, relationship in different T V shows that I, you know, privy I was privy enough to watch that um they like sparked something in me. Like, I knew that there was, it was, it was possible for those things to happen. But I also realized that in my real life, in my, in my existence, those type conversations didn't, didn't really, didn't happen in that way. So. Here I am growing up in a world where I'm seeing two sides of of, of of parenting. I'm not a parent, but I have parents. And so I'm seeing, okay, you got parents out here who actually are invested in the way that their kids feel. But then again, it's on TV. So I'm looking at it like, okay, well... No, I ain't even gonna say I'm looking. I know how my people would look at it, but I can't speak on them. The only thing I can do is speak on myself. So I'm looking at it like, oh wow, this 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 conversation is actually like I'm allowed, or there's a way for me. There's possibility. There is room for this to take place, and it's just it's just not it's just not happening. And so I started to build up this um, resentment within myself for the people um, who I looked up to, the parental figures in my life. I started to resent them in ways because, and I've talked to myself about this, but I really haven't. I haven't really talked to nobody else. I'm really not talking to nobody else, but I am, but I'm not. But let me just keep going. This is like the first time I'm okay. But anyway. I haven't I you know, this is this is this is new. Speaking on it in this way and being so open about this is just it's new, so just bear with me. If I break down in tears, just just you know, extend your arm and pat me on the back or, or give me a, reach out and give me a hug spiritually or, you know, give me an air hug. <laughs> but <laughs> yes, I did. I really did start to feel a way, you know, towards towards one parent in particular. And then I had another parent who handle who parented differently like if i would get in trouble or do something that um wasn't appropriate for my age or you know at cutting up in school or you know doing something something i ain't have no business doing and one parent would call the other parent and be like or, you know, we would have a sit down with the other parent and they'd be like, okay, such, you know, Portia did this, this and that. And I want you to address it. And this parent would, their style was completely different. Like they, they would actually ask me questions that I had to think, like, I had to think about, like, I, like the other parent was just like, you did this. And you, you made, you pissed me off and I'm going to punish you for it. While the other parent was like, well, why, why did you do that? And it wasn't like a thing. It wasn't like they were just asking and then answering their own question. They actually wanted to know, like, why did you, why? What made you, what the, what was ailing you in that moment (laughs) that you had to go out, get out your body Get out your person and show off to that extent. Like, what, why? You know what I'm saying? And I began to take a liking to that. I began to grow closer or want to be around that person. Or, you know, I became more, um, like I started picking sides, basically, (laughs) like, started picking sides i'm like well i like this parent more because because of our relationship because i just felt like at that space where i that space i was in at that time this this one parents parent a or b whatever parent b um wanted to know what was going on him this fly is about to drive me nuts um Dang, want my grits, want my coffee, like, go away. Please, please go away. But, um... Yeah, like, this parent, it just seemed that they cared more. And I don't know if that came from them. I don't know what it came from, but I just know it was different than the other parent. And it felt like they it felt like they were more interested because they wanted to know what my processes were So, but as you get older you know you get you look at things differently because again you know we don't we're not perfect individuals like once you start to see yourself as like oh dang like, you, you, you give yourself room for mistakes, and you you, you give yourself um, grace. It it kind of helps you to see other people in, in that way as well. You extend that to other people because you're like, well, dang, they didn't really mean it that way. They didn't really mean to hurt me. They didn't mean, you know, they were just trying to get through. And so, I shifted the blame. I put the blame back on me. And that's something that's that's come about recently. Like, I ju- I've just now began to put it on myself um, because I'm an adult now. And so, the way that I think... The way that I move, I can no longer, um, use other people as placeholders for, for my actions, you know, I can no longer, um, like that would, that would basically be like an NPC. Like, how am I, how would, how, how would I look? being like oh you know I point I slapped you in your face because my mama used to beat me and and I just and that's just the way that I people do it you know people people use the way that they the way that they um, were raised and things like that and and they use those as um, shields and cover-ups for their nasty behavior but I think that as a mature, um still developing p- person that in order for me to actually get through things that I've gone through I have to I have to to some degree accept the way the way I respond to those things and the way that I live out the different things that um have affected me so um and it's all, it, it, it really comes down to like this, this nature versus nurture conversation, which brings me again to pretty overgrown. Um, I look at myself as a fine young lady. I can't even stunt. like, like I'm, I'm fine. Like not even, um, these cats want my grits not even aesthetically like i think that i handle myself i conduct business in a way that is just i can do better when it comes to you know how how i let things weigh on me and in which this is this is this is me actively getting better at that (laughs) but you know, I do, I do like to think that I'm a superb young lady. I mean, what can I say? And so, um, but also beautiful. I can't, I, am not going to discredit myself. My, my parents did a great job. God, God did his thing. God did his big one or her big one when, when I was being created. But, um, you know, that's where the pretty part comes from. Like, Being a good person. And then... Overgrown. When I think of overgrown, I see... Like a sidewalk. And... With like a... Like a little bean sprout. Or like a um... Like a rose in Harlem. No Tiana Taylor. Or like, you know that's that's the type thing that i picture when i think of something being overgrown or i think of like vines and how you know you'll have um say there's an abandoned house and everything used to be fine the house is a nice brick house like it was it was so pretty at one point it was sustainable it was able to it was it was it had a certain amount of functionality and then nature took its course, and you start to see vines growing up the side of the building. You start to see um, trees extending themselves to the house to the point where it's almost like the home gets overtaken. It becomes, it, it you know, and nature is beautiful. Nature is a beautiful thing, but you don't want your house to turn into you don't want your house to turn into a tree house type. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, that's the reason why they got, or some, God gave some man or some, some person the great idea to create a lawnmower or a weed eater, or even a pressure washer. Like, you know, you wanna, you wanna, you want things to be, you wanna, you wanna maintain a certain level of upkeep when it comes to your home or your car or whatever. So, You know, like I said, again, um, everything about nature to like the, you know, the, the, everything about nature is, is beautiful. It's pretty. And when it's overgrown, it can be, it can be beautiful as well, but at a certain point you need, you know, you gon' you need, if you want to be able to, to, um, to live and, you know, get in and out of yourself or not even that sound crazy get in and out of yourself. But like, if you want to be able to keep your home in a good condition, you want to have company, you don't want people crouching down to get through your doors and you know, you don't want people jumping through hoops, you know, to get in. You want a manicure. You want to. You want to be able to depend on your home. You don't want a tree to start growing up in your living room, and now you got all these bugs and, and snakes and opening up your space to things that you don't want in your home. You know, you want you like again, you just want sustainability. But that can still be beautiful because people actually build. People do live in treehouses. There's Airbnbs or there's people, you know, all over who, you know, take these trees and like build around them. And there is an actual tree go- growing up in the middle of their den or whatever. And they like mount TVs on it, which is so destructive. But that's their business. That ain't that. You know, I can't. That ain't you know. That ain't for me to decide. But. I'm saying people do that and you know they're able to find the beauty in that but what am I trying to say it could still be a dazzling thing but at the same time when it comes to when it comes to being a person it's like if I were to um let my mustache grow out or something like it probably wouldn't get to the point where it's like, like how men, I don't know, maybe if I let it go for years, I will actually have like a full thick, you know, top of the line mustache. But would I be accepted for that? Would I accept myself most importantly? Probably not. Because I'm going to be looking at my face every day like, oh girl, you need to, you need to, you need to do something about that. Or say I don't, I don't wash my car and I live in like a very, like I live in the country. So, you know, and I park up under a tree. So there's leaves and different debris falling on my car on a daily basis. And like, if I never, if it never rained, thank God for rain because I don't be washing my car like that. But anyway, you know, if I never took the time to, you know, gave extra attention to my car, um, my car will become a tree. (laughs) We love nature, we do. I do, at least. But nature is nature and things are things. And there are a lot of aspects of of ourselves that are just in our nature. But I think that, you know, when you see yourself as more than just an object, Or maybe you do, maybe it's the act of objectifying yourself that it depends on how, it really depends on how you look at things. But once you see yourself as like a, some, some, something that is deserving or some, somebody, a being that is deserving of a certain level of comfortability. that you begin to nurture yourselves in ways that cater in ways that cater to the way that you want to be seen. And so... That's what pretty overgrown is. It's like, you know, a lot of things are just in our nature to do, and it's because it's it's just in our nature, and whatever that because or whatever the but and whatever the asterisk is after that, it's like that. Let that be what it is. But it is still our responsibility. It is still very much so my responsibility to manicure to give myself maintenance and maintenance can look like exhibit a just speaking when you don't feel understood I, I hate like see here i go blame shifting again i feel like that's blame shifting but sometimes that can be somebody's real that could be somebody's reality like they just don't feel like they have anybody that they can go to. If you are that person, you know, it may be time for you to pick up a journal or it may be time for you to download an app or buy a mic or whatever, like whatever way, you know, go outside and breathe in some fresh air, walk around, go to the park, go to the beach. You know, it may be time for you to to give your, to, you know, maintain. Find ways, find a hobby, find anything outside of your normal routine, things that you already do, or work something into your normal routine that is going to incorporate healing, incorporate fine-tuning. Because it's necessary. We're not cavemen, okay? And even cavemen, they went out, they hunted, you know, they they did things to, to keep up. To, to to stay alive but you need to take it a step further staying alive is not always enough like you need to make sure that you you're well enough to be alive and you don't want to be dead on the inside and even if you feel dead like Express how dead you are. <laughs> Tell somebody, like, I'm. Like, keep it real with yourself, first and foremost. You know? Talk to the dead. Confront death. And let it know that, you know, it's not the only thing that exists. Like, I am. Like, I am, yet I recognize that you that you are something as well that you existed with as well but you ain't gonna stop my shine you're not gonna keep me from feeling like feeling feeling like or make me feel that i have to cease to exist because you exist you know we can we can be co-inhabitants that's what an ecosystem is you know me you and death (laughs) From this day forward, this has been, I have been Portia, also known as Poe, and this is pretty full-grown. Ciao.